Welcome back, power collectors, to the Game Investing Podcast. If you're new to the channel, we talk about the markets, usually Heritage and eBay, and we talk about things that affect valuations of video games such as Evergreen, Rarity, Scarcity, and we will move on to Historical, Nostalgic, and other factors as we go deeper and deeper into the Triple Threats methodology for investing in certified video games. Before we get started, I just want to make sure you understand this is for educational and sometimes entertainment purposes only. Live and uh, unedited usually, although we're going to start trying tricks and tips and see if we can uh, get some guests on and edit, stuff like that. We're using podcastle.ai today and hopefully Adobe will be cooperative. Today is uh, early May and we're going to take a look at the memory lane auctions this is a long-time sports card auction house, and they're jumping into games. I don't know if this is the first auction ever, second, third, fourth, I have no idea. Um, there's so many auctions going off at so many houses now, it's hard to keep track. But we're going to take a look at a little group of games to see if we can find any triple threats. A triple threat would be five-star evergreen, five-star rarity, and five-star scarcity. It looks like 13 games went off, starting with Lot 373, Tecmo Bowl. I don't consider this evergreen because I think this franchise is finished. Um, rarity has to do with the print run, or the variant, or the production run. So you just type in Tecmo into the WADA Games Free variant database otherwise known as the pop report and you can see there's an oval r oval tm round those are out of order if you're new to the channel the pop report is a free variant guide but it's alphabetized by the first letters so it's not always in production run date in fact most of the time it's not round comes first oval tm second oval r third and you look at that um out of the 40 graded what I would consider rare would be an oval TM around SOQR. This obviously has an oval. Um, it's not evergreen. It's an oval. Man, that's hard to see. Does it even say it in the... Uh, it does say oval R, so it's not rare. It's not evergreen. And... As far as oval R's, there's 28 out of 40. Double that up to 50 out of 100. You're going to have to be in the top 10, which means you really need to be like 9896 for scarcity. This was a 94A+. So, you know, I give this something like a 2 to 3 star overall out of 15. That's nowhere near a triple threat. 374 Wild Gunmen. Black boxes, they do have evergreen status if... NES is always going to be considered the backbone of the hobby, even with younger generations that grow up with no physical. And that's a big question mark in the sky. We don't really know if people are going to gravitate towards the first Mario and then start collecting the other franchises that are pretty much dead or not evergreen. Wild Gunman 758 Plus looks like it was a round, so it probably has some rarity and scarcity. I'm not going to look it up because... Um, black boxes are a very small group of collectors. Super Metroid. Metroid, believe it or not, is not on the list of 
best-selling video game franchises. And really, when you're talking Evergreen, you need like 20 million copies because what you're looking for in terms of scarcity and rarity is 1 million per copy. So let's take a look at Super Metroid. Um, do you think this is Evergreen? That's a real good question mark. I know there's a lot of um, collectors that want the Metroid series brought back. Metroid has done real well on Switch. So it definitely has some evergreen there. Is it rare? Let's see. There's uh, three variants. And this was a 9.6A. If I can find the variant... Hmm, there it is. USA code three line warranty. There we go. Um, Super Metroid. Three line warranty, no rating, made in Japan, USA code. It's not the player's choice. Torizo statue screenshot, Phantom screenshot. I don't know which screenshot, but obviously it's not the Torizo. That would be the rarity in the variants. So it's the more common uh, Phantom, although I assume that's first production. Because this Torizo seems unattainable at zero on the pop report. So let's look at the scarcity. Let's give it, let's say, three-star rarity, uh, four-star evergreen scarcity. You've got 40 copies. Let's double that to 80. You want to be top eight. That leaves you in the 9-6. Oof. 9-4-A is right top 14 out of 100. Yeah. It's it's a bubble. It's a 9.6A, so I guess that would be top 10%. Yeah, we'll give that a 5-star scarcity. So, you know, you're talking, uh, what, 11 out of 15 star on Super Metroid, but it went unsold at 7,500 opening bid. That's pretty high. Donkey Kong Country, okay. That's a 5-star evergreen. We don't even need to talk about Donkey Kong, Origin, and Mario. First appearance of Jumpman, also known as Michael Jordan and Mario, and later... They all, they all came out in the early 80s, same timelines. Donkey Kong Country came out later, but if you look at him in terms of a villain, if you're coming over from comics, he's really the first big villain because in Space Invaders and Pac-Man, there was some ghosts in Pac-Man. I guess those are villains. Space Invaders, um, it really wasn't known who the aliens were, so I don't think those are known villains. Whereas Donkey Kong, um, dung, dumb, dumb Gorilla, or whatever that, translates to is probably going to go on forever 9.4 a plus snes donkey kong country rarity let's take a look at the pop report and uh click on the plus symbol if you're new to the hobby that'll give you the variants we got no esrb esrb player's choice player's choice will never be rare well maybe it is rare to some people but i don't consider it rare on any heavies and in this case, it's really weird because ESRB above is actually the first print, I believe, and the no is second of three. So is it rare? Um, man, memory lane, it would be nice if you would put your variant knowledge in larger fonts. It's very difficult to find the variant. Pop 7, two examples graded higher. Hmm. That's interesting. So I guess this is a no ESRB since they said pot seven. Um, 97 graded. Let's say there's going to be 200 overall. You want to be top 20 to be scarce. Six, 10 of those. Let's say 20 of those are nine, six and above. 
this is not 10%, so I'm going to give this more like a four star because it's an A++94. Let's say four star scarcity, um, three star rarity because it's a second print, and then five star evergreen. Not a triple threat. And it went unsold at $5,000 initial. X-Men. Let's just bundle up X-Men, Spider-Man, Genesis, and... Yeah, I guess those two, when you look at the best-selling list of video games, there are no specific Marvel um, titles. Actually, you could call that franchises. Within franchises, it's really hard to say because Batman's on the list. Spider-Man's on the list. Spider-Man at $40 million. That's evergreen for sure. Um, another Spider-Man has $33 million. Spider-Man is definitely, definitely evergreen. Now, if you go outside that to X-Men, for example, X-Men's not on the list, so it does not have 20 millions or more, but it does list it under Marvel overall, which I assume breaks out Spider-Man at 25 million. So let's say 50 million people have played Marvel games, and we have an X-Men here that didn't go off at five grand, 9.6A plus uncanny. That's NES. UNC canny, uncanny, one variant. So in the case of a one variant, you kind of just have to do rarity and scarcity at the same time. A 9.6A is definitely rare. I would give that five-star rarity. I would give it, um, there's 30 copies, 25 million people. Let's say 50 million people have played Marvel games. Um, let's say 40 40, let's just say there's 50 sealed copies out there. This is actually a, a stealth triple threat because not only is it rare in sealed condition, in other words, one to one million, for every one million gamers, there's one sealed copy in a slab. It also has the rarity at a 9.68 plus because there are no 9.8s. So this is a triple threat. It did not go off, but is that a sticker? What is that? on the huh no that's not is that a sticker i'm not sure if that's a sticker but um it's an lgn game and you know what can i say about that metal gear metal gear is definitely a five-star evergreen in fact i would consider kojima um probably top 10 if not top five auteurs in the hobby, period. You've got Miyamoto at the top. I think Gunpei Yokoi is top five. Tim Schafer in America, top five, along with the founder of EA. Then you've got Kojima. I mean, I consider the founder of Castle Wolfenstein Muse up there, but uh, he's forgotten when you talk about John Romero. So really, we're talking about a top 10 auteur. The question is, is it rare? Well, Metal Gear actually does have two variants. The rare variant has only one 7.5 French inserts. I guess this is an export distributor seal for Canada. That actually is the rarity, although I wouldn't recommend investing in it. But if you're one of those people looking for rare NES licensed stuff, look for a Canadian Metal Gear. These are definitely rare because you've got 58. Let's just double that to 100. Let's look at the all-time best-selling list. Metal Gear 58, double that to 100 for the cousins brothers sisters that played and you've got a rarity here 
You've got one copy for every million gamers. That's a five-star. You've got an auteur. That's a five-star evergreen. And you have a freaking 9.6A+. And uh, guess what? There's only two 9.8s. That's top uh, six. Double that to 10. Double the overall. So 10 of it, 100. Top 10%. That's a five-star rarity. That is a triple threat. The X-Men is a triple threat. It did not go off at five grand. The Metal Gear is a triple threat. It sold for $3,000. Sold to the highest bidder for 3600 So we just learned something. Memory lane adds 20%. BP, I assume you can set up a no-tax sales tax uh, if you're a dealer, if you got a certificate, or you could ship that into a vault or a, a sales tax state that doesn't charge. Let's move on to Turtles. Turtles is evergreen all day long. In fact, it's just been flooding after the uh, one of the founders of Turtles has opened his vault. So the question is, is this rare? Well, let's look at uh, Turtles on NES. There's only one variant. Wow, I wouldn't consider this rare because there's 136 sealed slab copies in WADA. Double that to 200. Let's say there's 200 sealed copies. How many people have played the game? 200 sealed copies for... Wow, it's not even on the list. I can't believe Ninja Turtles hasn't done 20 million as a franchise. I wonder if Wikipedia is wrong on this one. Wikipedia might be wrong. I would have to say that at least 10 million people have played Turtles franchise games. I've just saw, I picked up a recent Switch Turtles game I'm going to send in for fun. Try to hit that 9-8. Um, I think Turtles is a great franchise. I think it's evergreen. I think it goes on forever, but a 9-A, definitely not scarce. Uh, definitely not rare. So it's not quite a triple threat. Spider-Man, Genesis, 9-6-8+. That sounds scarce to me. 9-6-8+. Come on now. Genesis, A+, plus, A+, plus in a Genesis, I don't care what you're talking about, that's scarce. Spider-Man, 11 copies on the popper port, only 3 A+, plus 9.6s, and 1 A++, plus plus 9.8, that is a freaking grail if you have the Spider-Man, Genesis, 9.8 A++, plus plus. Evergreen, yes, rare, yes, scarce, yes, that is a triple threat so we've got three triple threats so far unfortunately that donkey kong didn't make it because it was uh the more common variant mortal kombat i had to look up mortal because i know it's one of the most violent video games and the question is how many kids you know got the sign off from the parents and you look at the list of best selling i think it's up there in the 20 million no it's up there in the 100 million it's 80 million this might have 150 million people that have played mortal so, you know, that's basically 150 copies overall. Assembled in Mexico 5, with, this is a rare case where the Mexico is rare. 66, let's say that's 100. It is rare. It's actually rare because so many people have played the game. There's 100 sealed copies on the planet estimated for 100 to 150 million gamers. That passes the rarity check. I'm going to give that a 4-star Evergreen 5 because of the uh, White House battles establishing the ESRB, and on historical, this is off the charts. We will add historical and nostalgic in future podcasts when we build out the the um, methodology for investing in video games. I'm going to give this a infinite evergreen star. I'm going to give this a four-star rarity just because there is a Mexico out there that's uber rare. And then scarcity, A5A, not much, you know. We're talking 20, 30, 40, 50 copies above this. It's really not rare. Uh, excuse me. It's not really that rare or scarce in 85A. 
So it's not a triple threat, but keep your eye on Mortal Kombat because as soon as we add historical, this is going to be at the top of the list. Pitfall, 2600, Atari, Green Box. I don't know if that's dark or light. It looks dark to me. Did uh, Dan and the gang at uh, Santa Ana break that apart? Yes, they have. Light green, no. Light green with UPC and dark green. Dark green's obviously considered kind of the first print. I don't know if that's a fact, but it's weird because the light green with UPC is rarer according to the pop report. Now, what was this? It was a 94A. Pitfall doesn't really have evergreen status, although David Crane is definitely a top 10 auteur. And there always is a chance because he tried to pull a Kickstarter. He got hate. He had to shut that down. There is a chance because this is historical off the charts because of side scrolling. You know, first heavy side scroller before Super Mario. Pop five, eight superiors, uh, five million copies. Yeah, um, it's not a triple threat, but keep your eye on Pitfall. If you see Pitfall come back, that would be an evergreen franchise. And then you start looking at what came first and look at the rarity, how many copies versus how many gamers have played the franchise, etc. Speaking of franchises, we have a Tetris 2. What, what's the significance about Tetris? It's number two GOAT. It is the number two franchise in terms of video games. Only Mario beats it. Um, we're talking massive, massive units. If you add in digital, digital is up in the 425 million. We're talking 500 million people. Probably a billion people have played Tetris. A billion, more than a billion people have played Mario. And then you've got Pokemon, Call of Duty, uh, maybe Grand Theft and Super, which is included in Mario. Those are really your billion, 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 billion gamers, which means you could have a thousand sealed copies like SMB3, and there's still going to be demand if the price is right. Unfortunately, Tetris 2 wasn't really a popular game. 94A, was there multiple print runs? And if you've got a billion people, it's almost almost like, well, it's rare no matter what, right? Um, but a billion people didn't play Tetris 2. And if they're going to gravitate backwards, they're going to go for Tetris 1. There's a Canadian version that is considered rare. I do believe this is an American 9... Oh, was it 9.4? Yeah, it was a 9.4A. So, yeah, um, there's 16 copies. Double that to 100. Double that to 30. Yeah, this isn't rare. It's not really scarce. Um, it's not a triple threat, although, yeah. And by the way, that one that went unsold at 300. Pitfall went unsold at 1,000. Mortal Kombat went unsold at 15. Spider-Man unsold at, at uh, 1,500. Wow. TMNT, that's too high at 2,500. And Metal Gear sold. Then we got the Joker. This is the next one that sold. It's, uh, uh, how can I be politically correct? It's, uh, it's common. It's one of the most common games in um, the NES library. There's about 40 sealed copies. Let's say there's 50 sealed copies. How many people played Joker? Well... I don't know, but in terms of Batman, Batman is actually a $22 million franchise. So let's say there's 50 million people that have played Batman and you've got 50 copies. Well, I guess you consider it rare, but I know in the NES library it's not. And here's why it's got zero scarcity. The problem with Joker is there was case packs and there's probably 20 gem mint copies. In fact, there's 10 988A++. Pluses. This was a 96A+. Plus. So you're talking top, let's say, 30 out of uh, 50. 
you're um you're barely in the top 10 percent but this is really optics this is a really good example of optics this is where a game just keeps coming up in high grade and we back off because we think there's more coming up in high grade and that's probably right until the case packs run dry this has the spider-man syndrome on us Atari 2600, even though none have come up recently, in our minds due to optics, we think it's available anytime, anywhere. The question is, how many copies went one way into a collection? And that's something the pop report doesn't give you any insight into. The last copy that went off is uh, is uh, part of the platform I grew up on. It's um, Atari 400-800. This is basically Atari PC pre NES is really what this is, the golden age before the crash. It didn't sell at $200 and a 968++. There's zero demand. It has zero nostalgia. I probably played that on a floppy disk way back in the day, 40 years ago. But um, I have no nostalgia because I didn't pull it off the shelf at the computer shop. There were no video game shops back there. There were no rental shops. This is before VHS rental shops. This is way back in the day. So there's no nostalgia visually for the artwork. There's no nostalgia for pulling that off the shelf or getting it as a gift. There were no video games under the Christmas tree for my generation. So we don't really go with nostalgia. You just have to look at this as a historical piece. I think 200 is not bad for a 968 plus. Unfortunately, um, I don't think we can look that up on the pop reports. Yeah, there's no Atari 400, 800 on the pops. I know that there was case packs of this. I know a guy that sent in three. He only got a VGA 95 once out of sending in three six packs. I still have that copy if anyone wants it. It's uncirculated. So there's probably, let's say, 50 to 100 sealed copies out there. How many people played this? None. I mean, maybe one, me. Um, John, did you play this one? Star Wars Battlefront and the franchise is up in the 50 million range, 10 million Battlefront. You know, you've got 100 million, you got 100 million gamers playing various Star Wars games. The question is, are they going to go back and say, what was the first one? I think this is the second Star Wars game. I think the first one was, uh, was 2600 Silver Box. So for me, being older, being Gen X, looking at that at 200, you know, that breaks my heart that that didn't sell. And that closes out Memory Lane that went off in early May. And out of the 13 games, unfortunately, only three sold, which tells me the market is not only saw, actually only two sold, Metal Gear and Batman Return of the Joker, which tells me the market is not only soft globally, it's very soft in terms of sports cards crossover. So stuff like Tecmo Ball is not going off. The black boxes are not going off. Um, I'm assuming that uh, the sports card uh, hobby has backed off of video games and they're kind of in the wait and see and I think that would be the same as us looking at Pokemon or comic books or looking over at coins um, maybe even power Nintendo power magazines you kind of have a wait and see right now because you don't know if we're in a trough or we're coming down another 40% like the crazy people on YouTube are predicting if there's going to be a bank crash and then a real estate um, commercial papered trillion dollar correction happening over here in the united states if you're listening abroad so thank you for listening and play life like a video game try something new try a new console try a new auction house like memory lane memorylaneinc.com try pwcc try hakes 
try LCG. You might be able to pick up a bargain. If I was a Star Wars collector and I did not have the Atari 400-800, you know, why not drop two or 300 on that? I already have a copy. And maybe you'll make a mistake. Maybe you'll accidentally buy the common variant. Get back up, brush yourself off, never give up, learn, go back to the pop reports, do your research, pick yourself up, and someday you will become a master.